to the Travel Squad podcast. We adventure the world together, one passport stamp at a time. We're here to share travel news, tips, and our own adventures with you. Every Travel Tuesday, we share stories on a variety of topics, including our hometown, San Diego, hiking, weekenders, national parks, international getaways, and inspiring you to go on your own adventures, even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. And I'm Kim. And And we're we're the the Travel Travel Squad Squad Podcast. Podcast. So grab your ticket and your passport. And don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hello, fellow travelers. Hello, squaddies. Welcome to episode 108 of the Travel Squad podcast. Today, in this episode, we're going to take a deep dive into the best travel gifts for travelers as we're coming up on the holiday season here. It's a couple days away from November. We're going to be shopping here for the traveler in our lives. And this episode is going to give you the 101, in a sense, on the best gifts to get that traveler. Who doesn't love gifts? I do. And as an avid traveler, people love to gift me things that are related to travel. Over the years, I've collected a scratch-off map for national parks and another scratch-off map for worldwide destinations. I've gotten packing cubes, a travel journal, this like really cute little travel jewelry holder, and so many other cool things related to travel. But that's what's really cool about it. There's so many options that you can get for a traveler that could either make their life easier while they're traveling or just kind of bring travel memories back to them. Yeah, absolutely. And I loved putting this list together with a squad because these gifts are the gifts that travelers want. We're all avid travelers. We know what you guys want. So these gifts are practical, useful, and we really can't wait to share them all with our squaddies. This is not the first episode that we've ever done on travel gifts. We did one last year around the same time. That's episode number 55. We had a ton of really cool stuff related to travel that we recommended. We link to everything where you can buy it on Amazon. We're going to do the same thing in this episode, but with a whole new set of 15 gifts. Off of that list, I purchased Kim some of those items that we put on our original list because she really liked some of them. And I was like, let me make note of that and buy them for her for Christmas. Yes, you did. And I also purchased some of them for myself. (laughs) (laughs) So number one on our list is Turkish towels. I don't know if you guys have ever used one. We actually recently got ours recently and I brought them on a recent trip to Austin because Austin has a whole bunch of water holes and like swimming holes during summer. And so what I like about them is that they're really soft and they pack down really small, much smaller than a normal beach towel. They also dry really fast and you can wear them like as a sarong. And they're stylish. Mm -hmm. Yes. One of the things that I really like most about the Turkish towel, other than the fact that you can take it with you and it packs down, I mean, that is solid. It's not big or bulky. But here in San Diego, we see this a lot, especially any traveler who's going someplace that's beach oriented. These are really good towels for the beach because you lay them down. And my biggest pet peeve about the beach is the sand. I'm not going to lie. These towels are legit because you can actually shake them out and the sand in a way wicks off of them versus other towels where you could shake it all you want. The sand still stays on there. You're laying on it. It's uncomfortable. These are legit sand wicking towels and great for the beach also. And you can take them to a variety of places. The beach is a great one, but you can take them to a lake, picnics, just to sit down on like a picnic towel almost. Take it with you on a hike. Yeah, on a hike, hot tubs. Mm. Options are endless. Does anyone know specifically how they make these to actually be the sand wicking and they dry really, really easily too and fast? I have no idea. It's some kind of sorcery. 
it's some sort of technology that we just don't know because I guess maybe we're not sewers or uh, craft people in that sense. But it's wild. And that is a really good product for all sorts of purposes. Number two on our list, you will need this one. When you pack your Turkish towel, you'll be using this one out on the trails. This is going to be an All Trails Pro membership. I actually got the All Trails Pro membership earlier this year, and they are constantly having sales. They often have sales that are 50% off. So I got it at a discounted price, 50% off. And what it does is it allows you to download the trail maps offline. And so you can pull up the app, look at the downloaded trail that you have, and then see where you are on the trail, which is a game changer, especially if you're prone to getting lost. And you know, if you've listened to some of our previous episodes, we've gotten lost before. Well, you said what the All Trails Pro membership is. Why don't you tell people who don't know what the All Trails app is, what it does, that way they could see the value in that pro membership. So All Trails is an app that you download and you want to have like a login to. And basically you look up any area that you want to hike in and it gives you all of the best recommended hikes. And they they put them like number one out of 30 and it'll tell you how many hikes are in that area. So you can do it by national park. You can do it by area. You can do it by forest. It's a great way to find trails that you might do while you're on a trip. Well, not even just listing out the trails. It will tell you how many miles it is, how long long it should take you to do, how strenuous it is. People who have the app can actually comment and say, oh, here's a bit of advice or people have been writing this. I didn't find this to be true, this, that. So it's almost kind of an exchange in a way of advice and information about the hike and trail itself. And then you get that pro membership and then you actually have a GPS in a way following you. Is that all that it has or there's a little bit more to the pro, is there not? Also, it does have pictures so you can look at all the pictures from the trails to compare because sometimes what you search on social media isn't truly what the trail looks like. What you'll see is true pictures from normal people on all trails. I like the reviews because people will say, oh, I was just there last weekend Mm -hmm. and it was really muddy or saw a snake. or it was closed. And so you get like almost real time updates of what the trail's like. A lot of the time it'll give you updates on if there is any fees to enter the area or like to be at the trailhead. So it'll give you information like that. And they also have a cool section called waypoints and it'll pinpoint places on the map and it'll say like, at this place, you're going to veer right or at this place, you're going to see this rock and then you're going to go, you know, 200 feet and make a left or something like that. So it kind of gives you like these waypoints so you know that you're staying on track. Because even when you're on a trail, sometimes it's hard to make sure that you stay on the trail. So that's actually legit. It will tell you to look out for this and this is where you need to make the right or left. And otherwise you may miss it, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. We have many a times. <laughs> yeah. So since getting the All Trails Pro membership, I've used it several times. I would recommend it, especially if you're an avid hiker. The regular price of it is only around 30 bucks. So if you get it on a sale, then it's even cheaper than that. And that's 30 bucks for a year. Number three on our list is our favorite. These are our Travel Squad podcast trip itineraries. We have a ton of these out now. Our most recent one is a week-long trip exploring Utah's Mighty Five National Parks. But we have smaller ones like a little American Southwest road trip that takes you through the Grand Canyon and Horseshoe Bend over a few days. We have another one on Big Island, Hawaii, which is just exploring the entire island while we were there. We have one on Grand Tetons and Yellowstone. Ooh, that one's a good one. 
Yeah, and we have many more. So do check out our website, travelsquadpodcast.com. I hate to say it, maybe it's a shameless plug, but we are mentioning this not only just for us to plug it, but because people who have bought it have given us honest, awesome feedback about it, how much they've liked it. Everything is in here from recommendations on what hike to do, how long it's going to take, how long it should take you from one point to the next, where to stay, where to eat, what's the optimal route for you to take on this trip. So it's really, really comprehensive. So do go onto our website and check it out. And that traveler in your life is going to love this, especially if they are national park or nature people because a lot of these itineraries are geared around that yeah absolutely these go for $30 originally but keep your eyes open because we may just be having a holiday sale absolutely and you know our podcast we always hear feedback from our listeners that we provide so much insight on just our regular podcast platform but this dives even deeper because we're talking about like what Jamal said exactly where we stayed even if we stayed with someone in the area and we didn't stay in a hotel ourselves we still probably did a little bit of research and we're sharing that with you as well so it has a lot more than what just our podcast offers and our podcast has a lot of insight just in itself and this goes along really well with number four on our list which is a trip or experience i think what you should do is buy your loved one your traveler friend or family member an itinerary and then for number four book the trip for them and take it together. That's amazing. That is the best tip I've ever had. That's the best gift. I mean, rather than exchanging gifts, why don't you guys plan a trip and do it together or something for them? That's one thing. We've told this to many people throughout our lives. Brittany and I, quite honestly, we do not get each other anniversary gifts, birthday gifts, Christmas gifts. We save that money and we put it towards travel. Now, some people may not be really into that or not as couples, but even if you're buying a trip for someone who is not your significant significant other, just the traveler in your life, whether it be a niece, nephew, your child, whoever, it's a really good gift to buy them because everyone always remembers their travel experiences. So you're not just giving them some little novelty. You're literally buying them a memory. Mm -hmm. And maybe you can't afford an entire trip, but you might be able to buy them an experience from the trip. So maybe if you know they're going to France and they want to go to the Eiffel Tower, maybe you can pick up those tickets for the Eiffel Tower or a sunrise camel track if they're in Dubai, or you know the zip lining tour that they were looking into if they were going to Costa Rica. Because although you're not paying for the entire trip, you're paying for an aspect and a memory that they're going to share forever. And it doesn't have to be a big international trip. It could be something the next city over, mm-hmm. and you want to do like a hot balloon ride, or just go to this cool museum and give yourself a reason to take a little day trip. Yeah, and what you were saying, Brittany, too, about Viator, let's not also forget Airbnb experiences now. If you guys aren't familiar with that, instead of Airbnb having a host and you stay at a place, literally people will take you around their town or city, and they're literally your guide for the day, taking you to places that are on the off-beaten path, or maybe some place that's popular, but just giving you the tour itself. So using Airbnb experience, Viator, whether it be international or even here domestic, you could look online, search the city, see all those types of activities and you can just buy them that voucher for that tour or that experience and it goes a long way to enhancing their trips and memories from it. So number five on our list is a book actually and it's called Around the World in 80 Cocktails. I'm already intrigued. I have this book actually. So Kim, why don't you tell us a little bit about this recipe book? 
It's really cute and it will really get you inspired, especially in a time where you may not be able to take that trip. What you can do is bring that trip to you through alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Always makes it more fun with alcohol. And now this is around the world in 80 cocktails. Yeah. Right? So for example, for Cuba, they may have a pina colada recipe in this book and they'll have information about Cuba and, and what you could do there in the place. But then it has the recipe for the pina colada. So I suggest you take it one step further. You get this book. You also plan an evening where you can make cocktails and food from that same region. That's make what it I was going to say. Yeah, that, w- that actually sounds... And I've never even done that and I own the book. But this seems like even just like a good coffee table book. Like if I saw this sitting on someone's coffee table, I would be intrigued to pick it up. It'd also be good on like a bar as well. So you can... It's on my bar. It's on your bar. Why have I not seen this over at your place, number one? And two, Kim... I'm disappointed you haven't invited us over for that very suggestion you just had. Well, it's happening. I'm gifting you both an experience. Oh, all right. Excellent. 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 (laughs) Thank you, Cam. But so of the 80 cocktails that basically, I'm assuming, picks very prevalent common countries and talks, not talks, but gives a recipe to maybe their national drink or a drink that is very popular in that country, then yes, it's not just run of the mill like, oh, here's a random drink, right? It's specific to that country for a reason. Yeah. And there could be the same country appearing more than once if there's different regions of the country that are known for a specific drink. It's cool. It's a really cool book. I definitely recommend it. It's super fun. Yeah, I'm looking it up on Amazon right now and you can kind of look into the book a little bit and it shows you a picture of the cocktail in that region, like in that area, and then some history about that region. Like this one is showing Belgium, the ingredients, how to build it, and then a bartender's tip as well. There you go. You can not only travel through alcohol, but you could perfect your bartending skills. Number six on the list, a dry bag. We've mentioned this before several times when we talk about beach locations. We recently had an episode on Zion National Park where we hiked the Narrows, talked about the dry bag. It's very, very essential for certain aspects of a trip, depending on where you're going. And basically what this dry bag does is almost consider it like a backpack or maybe even it just goes over the sleeve like a purse, depending on the style of it. And it's a beach carry bag, but it keeps your essentials dry, such as your phone, your change of clothes. This is snacks, snacks. Super important to keep those dry and not getting wet. If they're snacks, keep them in. Absolutely. So <laughs> and gr- dry. So great for if you're going boating, kayaking, going to the beach, lakes, rivers, or like I said, even hiking the Narrows and Zion National Park for that matter. That's a good one. And if you have taken one of our previous gifts and purchased someone an experience on the water, a good supplemental gift would be the dry bag to go along with it. And dry bags have different forms. Some of them are backpack form and they fold down in onto each other. So they're super lightweight. Some of them just go over your shoulder. So there are a lot of different options. I believe that the one that we have linked for you is the backpack version, which is going to be the most comfortable, especially if you're going to be like hiking or in the narrows or something like that. Number seven on our list is extremely important when traveling as a group. And this is poopery. Because Kim blows it up. Oh, no, I don't. I was going to say, I find it essential for when Kim leaves the bathroom. So I'm glad that she brings it. And I'm glad that she's well, the one who kind of introed it. If you know anything about poopery, you spray before you go. So if you're using it when I'm coming out, that's why. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But no, this is essential just in general. And even, you know, if somebody's not traveling in a group, I think this is a great product to even just have in your home if you're a family oh, yeah. or anything like that. And like Kim said, you go to the restroom before you go, you just spray it in the toilet bowl. 
helps alleviate the sense that may come if you catch my drift in a way. So oh, I don't want to catch that drift. No, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that drift. But see, the poopery will help you not catch that drift, right, Kim? <laughs> so really good in that, and it's a really good gift, especially if the person in your life who loves to travel travels with people. I actually got this for Brittany and Jamal one year for Christmas. It saved our friendship, Kim. <laughs> it might have saved your marriage too. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but anytime we share a hotel and, you know, there's three, four of us in the hotel room, this is essential. It is absolutely necessary that someone in the group brings it. It's always a good laugh because sometimes the poopery isn't always in the restroom. Maybe it's the first time someone's going since we got there. So somebody's going to be the first one to go in and break the who has the poopery and then you know exactly what they're about to be going and doing in there too. Definitely not brushing their teeth, that's for sure. Hey travelers, let's take a quick detour to talk all about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you. We now have six different trip itineraries. One week in Kauai, an American Southwest weekend or road trip. A week in Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Parks. A road trip adventure featuring all three of Washington State's national parks. Big Island, Hawaii, and an Arizona road trip that features all three of Arizona's national parks. We are obsessed with these. These itineraries are 20 to 30 page PDF guides with every detail of the trip laid out. We're talking where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, and driving distance between attractions. Plus what things to see and do, even the hikes we recommend, and their mileage, and the time to allow for each one, and so much more. We have story highlights on our Instagram, at Travel Squad Podcast, where you can see the full guides. We've done all of the research and have taken these exact trips, taking our all of the guesswork from the planning so all that you have to do is show up and have fun purchase your comprehensive travel squad podcast itinerary on our website at travelsquadpodcast.com best of all they're on sale right now for $30 so travel on over and get yours today so number eight on our list is noise canceling headphones and these are perfect for noisy flights if you like to listen to things while you sleep it can be used for a lot of different things They're perfect for if you want to watch a movie while you're on a plane, you plug into your phone or use Bluetooth for your phone and watch that cancels out all of those, you know, safety readings that they do and the crying babies. Well, you shouldn't cancel out the safety (laughs) readings from the start, though, Kim, but the crying babies, the noise from the engine, because you always hear in the plane. I mean, planes just by nature are loud and. That's why I love the noise-canceling headphones. I used to hate the old headphones. You have them in your ears, and I would have to put the volume all the way up because I couldn't hear anything because of the residual background noise that's coming from the plane itself. Everybody else around you who's talking or, like you said, the baby crying. No disrespect to crying babies. It happens. It's a reality. But it makes that experience a lot more enjoyable when you could cancel that out. And even if uh, you're not listening to anything and just want a little bit more quiet, you just put them over your ears, and it helps you on a nap, especially if you're on a plane. And to go along with your headphones, another form of entertainment, I would say number nine on our list is an Amazon Kindle. If you are traveling on a long trip and you bring a nice big book and you finish that book, then you're out of reading material. Or mm-hmm. at the very least, you have to carry around this big book. I love the Kindle because it's sleek, it's small. You can load as many books on there as you want. You don't have to lug one around. It's It has lighting so that you can read it in the dark or in sunlight. It's freaking amazing for readers. Yeah, and they have them created now so that they look like paper and like you're reading off of paper rather than than reading off of a computer or a screen. And so that makes it a bit better as well. It's really good for students. Say you need to do a little studying while you're on this trip. 
then you have your Kindle right there and you can handle that and still you don't have to give up your travel. Sometimes even the library does downloads to like Kindles or Nooks and things like that. So you can download right from the library, rent it. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Number 10 on the list is a mini sound machine. Now, why don't one of you ladies say the reason why this is on here? I got a feeling Kim is the one who put it on here for a specific reason, especially for us traveling as a squad. I have to imagine. Am I wrong? Well, sometimes there are noises that you need to drown out in order to sleep. I've been woken up by you in the middle of the night, Kim, <laughs> from noises coming from the bed. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, but sometimes people snore. Sometimes there's traffic outside. Sometimes there's noisy people in the hallway of the Airbnb. I personally cannot sleep in pure silence. Actually, when I was house sitting for you guys, when you were on a trip, I was sleeping up there in that room and it was so quiet that I was like, I got to get out of here. This is crazy. I should have brought my portable sound machine, which is what is a really good gift for any traveler that always sleeps with their fan on. This is a perfect gift for them. It's also good if you're traveling with children. My sister uses a mini sound machine anytime she puts my nephew down for a nap and she, she takes it traveling with her. She will bring it to California oh, every time that good. she's here. She says it works amazing. She's been using it since he was a baby. So he's used to that like white noise sound, but it's perfect for that. I think what's really great about this product too, Kim, is you mentioned it stuff for traveling like, oh, a noisy hallway in a hotel, somebody snoring. Brittany, I know it's not me, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's great in general because these mini sound machines have lots of different things. You could hear crickets chirping. You could hear waves crashing along the beach. I mean, there's so many different sounds. And if you aren't able to travel and you just want to be reminded of, hey, I'm somewhere, I'm out in the woods camping, put on the crickets and you hear it and that noise. Mm -hmm. I want to be by the beach. You have that beach sound crashing waves. So it's just reminiscent of a place maybe where you want to be and you can't be in that moment, especially in the day and age of COVID. If people are traveling less, those sounds can remind you of where you want to be also. You can bring the travel to you. Yeah, that's why it's multi-purpose. I think it's great all around. Yes, definitely. Number 11 on our list is a really unique product, a backpacking umbrella. First of all, I think an umbrella, a travel-sized umbrella is a great gift overall. I was just in Mexico and it was a beautiful sunny day and then all of a sudden it started downpouring and the streets were flooded and I brought my travel umbrella and popped it right out. Boom, boom. My God, the same thing happened in the last two trips that we took. One to Chicago in July. It was the end of July. Scorching heat. We're sweating. We're going to <laughs> the Cubs game. And it was like so hot outside. We go back to our hotel and all of a sudden there's thunder and lightning. And oh there's gosh. torrential downpours like out of nowhere. It caused the game to like be on pause for a while because it was raining so hard. We wanted to go to a pizza place down the street from us. And we were like trying to time it like, okay, if we go right now, we get drenched. But like, let's watch the weather if it lightens up a bit. So this would have been clutch for that. And same thing just happened in Austin too. Hot ass day. In the middle of the day, thunderstorms, lightning, heavy, heavy rain. And not just like light rain, oh, I'm going to get wet, you know, like torrential downpour. We passed a sign on the freeway when we were driving into Austin. It was a freeway sign. It was up. And then we passed it after the storm and it had broken half and fallen down. Oh, my God. That's how crazy it was. And it was middle of August. So clearly we were not prepared. You are prepared, Kim. Tell us more about the umbrella. 
So this specific umbrella that we added to the list is for backpacking. So it actually will hook on to the straps of your backpack so you don't have to have it in your hand. That's clutch. It's amazing. And we've definitely been rained out on trails before. Mm -hmm. So if you're going on a long trail or you're going in a time of year where the weather is prone to rain or maybe you just straight up know it's going to rain, this thing is amazing. It's actually super cute too. And not only for rain, but for shade. There are so many trails that do not have shade. You're going to get sunburned. Yeah, you're wearing sunblock, but Jamal knows how that goes. Doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) And so this big black umbrella sits right over you and gives you shade the whole time. It could be any color, actually, but black is, guess what you have. I like the big black one. I bet you do. (laughs) But I'm looking at the photos online. It looks legit. It looks like it has a multi-point system where it connects. Because even when we're holding an umbrella by hand, one that's not supposed to connect to your backpack, right? You get a gust of wind. You only have the one contact point in your hand and it kind of shakes. It looks here that you can connect it in multiple places so that it would stay sturdy even also too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. This umbrella has UPF 50 plus UV protection. So it's definitely going to help in sun exposed areas, especially when you're backpacking. Might have to get this for Jamal just for everyday life. Just so I, would, like, <laughs> I think he would look so cute with I'm, this I'm, thing. I'm actually looking at the photos and I think to myself, I don't want to say it looks funny because it doesn't but at the same time i would have no shame rocking this at all that'd be great any summer hike that you know is not going to have shade e i think you'd rather take the umbrella than the sunburn no i would and then if somebody was for whatever reason wanted to make fun of it i'd be like dude you don't know what you're missing out on i mean this looks legit and it kind of reminds me of those little hats that you can wear with like an umbrella on the hat mm-hmm. but it, it's obviously much bigger than that but just as cute very nice <laughs> So number 12 on our list is a silk eye mask. And Kim must have added this to the list because Kim loves to sleep in luxury. Not just an eye mask, a silk one. I know. A silk one. Yes, you got to go silk, be comfy. You know, traveling is a bit of a luxury, even if you're doing it in a budget way. It's a luxury to get to explore this world. And so why not lean into that a bit and get yourself a silk eye mask? On my most recent trip to Mexico, on the flight back, it was a day flight. But the night before, we'd gone pretty hard for the wedding after party. And I was tired. And also, there was a guy sitting by the window who did not lower his shade. So the sunlight is bright. It's coming in. Mm -hmm. So I slipped on my eye mask and I slipped into sleep and I slipped back into the USA. And it was amazing. And the one that we've linked in our show notes does come in three different colors. Black, champagne, fancy. champagne or pink so i'll go with the black on that one those other colors don't seem like it would be (laughs) conducive for me but uh yeah well that's one of the reasons why we picked this one because it does have black so that's gender neutral or it has more options for the ladies Men can wear champagne and pink as well. Hey, I rock a pink shirt all the time. I just don't know if I want to rock a pink eye mask is all I'm saying. So number 13 on our list is a Garmin GPS. And now we're not talking about a Garmin GPS that you have in your car for navigation or driving. This one is a nice, small, handheld one. It's waterproof. This is more for when you're out in nature doing hikes, doing exploring. And we personally don't have one, but we hike a lot, as you know, and a lot of people that we are in connection with in the hiking community, they have this and they just continue to rave about it. You can also see high and low elevation points or store waypoints along a track, which is really cool to see. It's perfect if you're going to be backpacking for multiple days or going on a really long remote hike. 
Or if you don't have that All Trails Pro membership and get lost, here you go. You have your GPS. We've gotten lost ourselves, like we were saying earlier. So, I mean, this is going to come really, really in handy for you if you are an outdoors person and exploring nature. There's tracking features on it too. So if you are, say, going out alone or maybe just you and one other person, you can send your location to someone so they know where you're at. You can feel confident knowing you're going to get rescued if you get lost or injured for that matter. Ladies, you can buy one for your boyfriend and just not let him know about the tracking feature. (laughs) (laughs) So number 14 on our list is the GoPro. The newest model that they've recently released is the Hero 9. It's waterproof. It's made as an action camera. It has a front LCD and touch rear screens. It has great ultra high def video. Amazing. Holds a lot of photos and we do have a GoPro of our own and we've used it when we've gone snorkeling even to go underwater. We've also used it when we went to a water park in Dubai just to get the action shots as we're going down those fun slides. Oh my gosh. I wish we could post this video because it's like this massive water slide and Jamal's like, it's a big water. It's a big one. It's a big one. Well, we were coming up on a big fall and our tube was kind of in reverse and I was the one looking back. And so it's a great video to have. And I'm glad we had the GoPro to capture it. Even if you don't buy the latest model here, which is the Hero 9. Any GoPro, I think, is great for any traveler or explorer. You have those little handheld moments here of, you know, someplace on a hike or doing some sort of crazy activity, whether it be that snorkeling, skydiving, even for that matter. Or if you love to go on roller coasters, have it when you're on the roller coaster, film it. There's so many good uses for the GoPro that any traveler is going to love this, especially any traveler who likes to document what it is that they're doing. Because sometimes a cell phone is really big for your hand to film something. And depending on what you're doing, you can't even do it in a water activity setting. And that was one of the things I was going to say is GoPro has a lot of accessories. Like they have chest mounts, they have mounts to go onto helmets, they have suction mounts, they have ones that are protective for underwater. So they have a lot of different accessories so that you can use it in any sort of outdoor activity. And then to wrap up our list with number 15, we're going to do something a little different here and recommend an Amazon Fire Stick. Why are we recommending an Amazon Fire Stick? You may be asking yourself because we're supposed to be encouraging you to travel and go out and explore. But at the end of a night after exploring all day and you come home and you want to get a good night's rest so you can hit it hard in the morning. Sometimes, I mean, I like to fall asleep with Netflix on so you can easily bring this, plug it straight into the TV, Mm -hmm. have all of any subscription platforms that you already subscribe to, watch TV, and then get moving the next morning. Yeah, and there's a lot. You can hook it up to Netflix, YouTube, Prime Video, Disney Plus, Apple TV, and even like HBO Max. So you have a lot of different options as long as you have the subscriptions to those platforms. It's good for families too. If you have children and you want to give them something to do while maybe you're planning the itinerary or making the lunches or something before you head out and just plug in some TV and let them watch and and move along. I think one of the biggest practicalities of having this is experiences that we've had when we've traveled. More specifically, when we're staying at Airbnbs, for example, the TV, it'll be a smart TV. It'll have the apps for Netflix, Hulu, whatever it is that you want on there. And then we'll ask the host, oh, well, do you have a login for it? No, you got to use your own, okay? Which is totally fine. But then you have to really remember, I need to log out. So whoever comes in here next isn't using my platform, doing this, doing that. And so you don't have to worry about that. And even if you go someplace, whether it be a hotel for that matter, or an Airbnb, anywhere else, if they don't have a smart TV that has apps, you just plug it right into your HDMI and here you go. Now you're 
you're watching TV when you're relaxing from your day of travel. So I think it's really practical in that sense also. I remember one time we took a week-long trip to Kauai. It was extremely busy. Every day we were up, every night we were going to bed late. And on the very last day, we wanted to watch the most recent episode of Jersey Shore. Mm -hmm. And we didn't bring this. And the smart TVs were there, but they didn't have this access, not even to log in. So we're on our laptop trying to find it and blah, blah, blah. And eventually we did get it. And so we had like two hours to relax before we went to the airport. But this would have came in clutch in that moment. I own one of these already and I have two TVs in my house. And so I only have one. So I'll actually just unplug it and replug it back in depending if I'm in the living room or my bedroom. And it's super easy. It just comes right back up. Yeah, I'm definitely looking into getting one of these because when we were just in Austin recently, they had the plug in available and it would have just been nice to like relax and watch something that we wanted to watch, not just what was on TV. Yeah, I like to have that on even for YouTube just to put on like music videos or something when I'm getting ready in the morning. Like I said, super practical. Even like you said, even though we're talking about traveling, when you're traveling in a hotel or someplace that's not your own, let's not kid ourselves. We do want TV or music or something. So this is great. So there you have it. 15 amazing products that any traveler will love. We have things that are going to bring travel to you or take you to travel. And this is our second annual list. So go back to our previous episode if you want to see even more travel gifts for the people in your life. But this is a solid list right here. Anything on this list, feel free to get me. And we're going to link these in our <laughs> show notes. And we also have a section on our website at travelsquatpodcast.com. And we'll list all of these out with the links to them. And that was our list, but we are not done yet. Now we have our very special questions of the week. So question number one is, have you ever traveled during the holiday season and what tips do you have for that? Ooh, holiday season travel. I'm actually considering right now a holiday season, like Christmas, New Year's trip. But I am thinking like, damn, the holiday season's very expensive. It's a lot of people. But I do have tips. I do have tips. Give me the tips. <laughs> Give it to me. I one time flew on Thanksgiving and it was an absolute shit show in the airport. So I would say get there very early. Yes, you do want to get there early, especially for the lines, the security lines, if you don't have global entry or TSA pre. And Even if you do, the lines are still going to be crazy. Be, yeah, in comparison. Sometimes, maybe not Thanksgiving, but sometimes it is cheaper to fly on the actual holiday, like Christmas. Mm -hmm. It can be cheaper to fly on the holiday because it's more expensive to fly like a few days before or a few days after. But on the actual holiday, sometimes those prices are cheaper. But Jamal and I have traveled during the holiday season. We actually took our honeymoon back in 2015 and we went on a European river cruise on the Danube River. We went to several different countries and areas. And one of our favorite things was that in the European countries, they had a lot of Christmas markets. And these Christmas markets have traditional crafts or gifts or food or desserts. And so we loved going to them to see all of the things that they had to offer. So I would definitely recommend traveling during the holiday season, especially if you're going to go somewhere that's really festive and that really celebrates the holidays in that way. We ended up in France for New Year's in Chamonix in the French Alps. Oh, that's nice. It was really, really beautiful. And they take New Year's very seriously. Every single restaurant in town and our hotel was offering 
anywhere from five course to 15 course menu for dinner. Some of them had like beverage pairings with them, champagne. So they take it very seriously out there. And what I really liked about traveling during that time, specifically to Europe, is that Europe is cold during that time. Most people are not traveling as tourists. And especially because it's holiday season, they're spending time with their family, right? So the people that you see there are locals. So it's a more localized experience and less tourists in that sense. So that's really fun. But see, when we got this question, I was trying to decipher, were they talking about taking trips or were they talking about really traveling during the holidays? Like you said, for Thanksgiving or during Christmas and what it's like at the airport. So I'm trying to discern this question. But I think regardless of when it is that you travel during a holiday season, airports are always going to be crowded. But if you aren't actually celebrating the holidays, not that you don't, but just decide I'm doing my own thing this year, it's a good time to travel because most people are not traveling as tourists in that time. And I think the biggest tip for holiday season travel is to book it early. The prices will continue to go up the closer it gets. There will be less options because it's all getting booked up. And so if you're going to book your trip, you should probably have already done it. I mean, this episode is coming out in October. You should be booking your trip right now. Mm -hmm. So question number two is, what's your favorite travel gift that you've ever received? This is a hard question. I think I know what your answer is going to be. You think so? Guess for me, because I'm trying to think of my answer Come right on. now. Come on. This should be obvious to you. Oh, it's not. Well, I'm offended. Is it the poopery you got us? <laughs> no, she's gonna say, I know what she's going to say. She's going to say the, oh no, I thought I knew. I thought you were going to say like an ornament that you've gotten us. Yes. <laughs> Last year, I got custom made Travel Squad podcast ornaments and I gave one to Brittany and Jamal. And apparently it didn't touch them. <laughs> no, it touched me. But the one gift that you talked about getting us was the poopery. And that's why I thought you were just trying to make a joke and make a good laugh over here. Kim. But when I saw this question, I was actually thinking like something that someone's brought back to me from like another oh. country. That's how I took that. The only thing anyone's ever brought back for me is shot glasses. I don't know why people think I need so many shot glasses, but I have a lot from places I've never been. But yeah, this question can go a lot of different ways. I, I think another way that I interpreted too is a travel related gift and one of my favorite gifts Jamal doesn't normally get me gifts we don't usually get each other gifts but one Christmas he did purchase our travel map and it's customized and it says for the travels of Jamal and Brittany Marouche and it came with all of the pins to put in so we can color code it places that we've been places that we want to go our next trip and all of that and it was really nice to have it customized to us. That's really sweet. I know you guys are often pinning and unpinning things as you take these trips. It's my favorite thing about coming back from a trip is putting in those pins. I think all the gifts I've gotten related to travel have been cool. I mean, you guys got me packing cubes and that amazing jewelry holder, which comes in clutch. They were flamingo packing cubes, if you remember correctly. And yes. I know you're in love with flamingos. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I have some maps as well. I love scratching them off. I mean, honestly, anything you get travel related for a traveler, a traveler is going to go wild for it. So I love everything I've gotten. No one has gotten me a trip, though, and I would love to get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find Kim at Lush D's on Instagram. DM her, ask her where she wants to go or surprise Grace. her with a trip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, squaddies, that's what we have for you this week. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. Please make sure to keep up with us on Instagram and YouTube at Travel Squad Podcast and send us in your questions of the week. We'll answer them on the next episode. If you found the information in this episode to be useful, or if you thought we were just playing funny, please be sure to share it with a friend that would enjoy it too. And as always, guys, please subscribe, rate and review our podcast, and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes. 
Stay tuned for next week's episode. We have some more amazing adventures and tips in store for you. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye.